Hello and welcome to Educating in the New Normal. I am Marty Cardenas, Secondary Math Facilitator in Grand Prairie ISD. Uh, I'm excited today because I have another awesome educator and I actually got to work with this um, educator at Dibisky and so I'm super excited on um, for today's interview and, and some of the wisdom and knowledge that she'll be sharing today. So I'll go ahead and let her introduce herself and kind of some background um, of, of where she's been and what she's doing now. Well, thank you, Marty. Hello, everyone. My name is Michelle Smith, and I am currently an instructional media specialist in the district. Um, I service Dubisky, and like Marty mentioned, that's where I met him. Uh, and I also service School for the Highly Gifted, which is housed inside of our Dubisky campus. This um, will end, I guess, in a few weeks, my 26th year in education, and all 26 of those years happen to be in Grand Prairie. So this is home. Awesome. Um, and I am a warrior, so truly hey. is my home. <laughs> so I've, I've been around the whole time. Um, my classroom background is in um, English language arts. I was a middle school English teacher. Um, also did some coaching, did that for 17 years, and I've taught a little bit of PE and tech apps in between all of that as well. So awesome. That's so cool. It's been I'm also a warrior, so uh, fellow warriors. That. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> so that's awesome. That's cool. So you you have some really good experience, and I'm excited for today's interview. Um, so before we jump into the questions, I have a few updates that I have for my secondary math peeps. Uh, so algebra placement exam, we are still doing it in July, uh, pending the CDC guidelines. And so we're hoping we can get um, those students tested. Uh, also be looking out for our May 26th and 27th PD day, um, sessions and then our exchange day sessions as well. Uh, we will put those up on our s'more as soon as we have those ready to go on edugence. And then speaking of the s'more, uh, make sure you check out our huddles, our re other resources, our Slack posts where we collaborate. Uh, we have all our recordings and things like that in there. So check out our s'more if you haven't already. So we'll go ahead and uh, jump into some questions. So just to start us off, how... Um, Michelle, how are you connecting with your teachers? I know you mainly work with teachers, but um, students as well, and how are you helping teachers connect with those students? This has been quite the journey. <laughs> so <laughs> no. um, I think everything first kind of started off um, basically with a lot of email. Uh -huh. uh, a whole lot of email. <laughs> or... And then um, teachers discovered my phone number because <laughs> that was the only, my cell phone number is all I have. And so once they went back to the phone list, they, they realized they, they got a hold of that. But lots of email, lots of phone conversation. And then once the district adopted Zoom, a lot of Zoom, <laughs> um, a lot of Zoom conferences. It's this has been really tough. It's been a really tough experience, mm -hmm. but, um, you know, we, we've kind of settled in now and, um, 
I think got on a roll. And so I think now, um, you know, the experience is not perfect by any means, but I feel like I've been able to help teachers kind of guide them through this period of, of remote learning in, in a positive way. Yeah, I, I like uh, I like your progression there from email to phone to Zoom. Uh, I know it's it was difficult for us to figure out what it what is going to be our best way we can communicate with teachers. And I don't think there's just one way, you know. Um, Not at so yeah, some teachers check their email and prefer email, some phone and Zoom. So. Yeah, that's that was a difficult thing for us. So we're we're trying to communicate um as in as many platforms as possible, but at the same time, you know, it's you don't want to you know send communications where they get notifications from uh, all different places. So yeah, that's a that's a a little balance there, but yeah, that's an interesting progression I think that we all have had over the these last uh, few weeks. Absolutely. Um, and so moving on to the next question, what, um, and I, I know like we started off with the communication as, you know, an issue and figuring that out, but what's a problem that you're having currently um, that you want to talk about? I think the, the biggest problem is, um, Gosh, just really getting teachers to to understand that even though we've, you know, Nabisky in general, um, you know, we're already Canvas users. That was mm-hmm. the expectation um, at the beginning of the year that our dean set forth. Um, not all teachers comply, as we have figured out, and that's okay. But mm-hmm. I think what's happened now is that now that they've kind of been forced to, um, you know, whether it's using Canvas or some just really couldn't even go there. They just continued just maybe with Google Classroom because that's what they were comfortable with. They needed to be able to stay in contact with, you know, their their students. Um, But the biggest problem is even taking those platforms that they were used to, understanding that remote learning looks totally different. And so Mm -hmm. you can't just throw out the lessons that you maybe already have prepared to drop in Canvas or Google Classroom and not make any adjustments. That's huge. Um, yeah. When you're not seeing your students uh, every day face-to-face, you can't just say, oh, okay, well, you know, like a lot of our teachers had, you know, all of their lessons already prepared to go for the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Jones comes and says, okay, well, you you guys, I I want you to focus and give, you know, no more than three assignments per week, you know, okay, only give one assignment. Mm -hmm. Even with that one assignment, um, it looks different when you're not able to stand in front of students and provide that overview and, you know, to see them face to face and to kind of get their reactions on how they are receiving material. Um, All of that looks different. So. The struggle has been getting them to number one, especially my Canvas users say, you know what? They need to hear your voice. Students don't read instructions, Marty. <laughs> they never have. So, so putting all of your lecture in written format on a Canvas assignment or on a Canvas page, I don't care how well you color code it 
-hmm. and section it off with subject titles. It doesn't work. And so, and you, and you can't blame teachers. That's just something that they're having to learn because it, mm -hmm. it is different. Um, so that's been um, interesting, trying to get them to say, hey, take this audio tool in Canvas, do a voice recording, you know, explain what it is that you want them to do um, so that they can hear you. You know, mm -hmm. even if you don't, um, you know, you don't want to do the video portion of that. They just need to hear teacher voices. So it's really trying to get them to understand that um, it just, it looks, it, it functions different. Yeah. Um, when, when you're completely online. And mm -hmm. there may be some teachers that have had that experience themselves personally, you know, from classes that they've taken. But as an instructor, you know, that's hard. So that, I think that's been my biggest struggle, helping teachers uh, that have reached out, um, you know, when they say, I want you to take a look at this and see what this looks like. Well, it's great, but it's, you, we, we, got, we got to get some other media <laughs> platforms in there, mm -hmm. not only to make it engaging, but just to make it easier and effective. I think yeah, that, definitely. Yeah. Um, that was, it's funny that you were saying that just because I was thinking of my own son and he's like asking us questions and I was like, wait a minute, where are your notes? Where are all this, you know, the, t the place where you're supposed to get the answers to these uh -huh. questions. And he's like, Oh, uh, it's in, it's in the Google classroom or whatever. And cause he's a, he's a fifth grader. And okay. I was like, why am, why aren't you looking at, why are you expecting us to answer all these questions for you? And so just looking at my own son and he's, like he just wants to get it done, and so you know he's not gonna look up the PowerPoint or whatever is no. on there. So you, yeah, <laughs> no. I I saw an interesting meme um, on Facebook where like there's a a kid trying to uh, going uh, going up the stairs and he's skipping like five steps to get to the next one, and it's just saying students, you know, students right now in distance learning skipping the directions, skipping, you know basically skipping all the different pieces that this that teachers requiring so yeah i see that definitely like students are not going to read the instructions they're just yeah. going to try to solve the problems <laughs> especially if it's is a powerpoint or just something they have to uh, read so I, I really like how you were talking about using the different media and uh, media tools video audio and things like that just to kind of give students some more you know willingness to to listen to the instructions or to watch the instructions so yes it's it's just it's critical um mm -hmm. so much of those things i think that were you know uh, as teachers we kind of relied on in a in a face-to-face -face environment um they just play differently now and and mm -hmm. everybody is adjusting to that as well i mean even even when i communicate you know with um with teachers and emails and things, I'm having to, it's like, oh, okay, well, let me make a real quick screencast of this real mm -hmm. quick, you know, so they can see, even though it's not, you know, perfect and professional, just want to get it out there because we just want to get the information across in the easiest, simplest way we can. Definitely. And, and I, I guess that's one of the good things that's coming out of this situation is that we're learning different tools and different ways to engage students, especially right now when we can't be in front of them. Um, and so having these tools, I think, will be helpful, especially if we try to 
you know, start integrating some of those best practices like the blended learning, the uh, small group instruction, things like that. Some of these tools that we're learning and, and getting used to is going to be helpful during those times. Absolutely. Cool. So um, what's something that you've tried that's, that's worked really well? And just a follow-up, um, what's something that you tried that didn't go well? Um, well, you know, for me personally, I have taken advantage of our um, Apple professional learning that's being um, offered. That has kind of, that's kind of one of been my good things, um, you know, for me um, personally. You know, those sessions mm-hmm. um, have been free. I've done several of them. But I have really enjoyed that one-on-one time that I've been able to spend um, with the Apple Learning Specialist. You know, that's awesome. Dubisky is is a little bit of a different animal, um, as you know, mm-hmm. you know. We we everybody started with laptops. Yeah. And so, at this point this year, you know, we still have two grade levels of. Um, our juniors and seniors that, that still have laptops mm-hmm. in addition to their iPads. So for those first couple of years, it was really tough, you know, for me because, you know, kids and teachers were like, why do we have two devices? <laughs> what are we supposed to do with this iPad? And mm-hmm. so to get teachers to buy in to using any of the iWork suite on those iPads was hard. And so every year now that, you know, we, we're, we're moving one grade level of, of laptops, you know, things are easier. Um, and I think for me, being able to get help and assistance with the iWorks um, is really going to be beneficial in the fall. Where we'll have three grade levels that only have um, iPads to work with. So that's been, hmm. that's been a huge success um, for me you know, um, personally, I sent that information to, you know, my staff as well, like we were supposed to. And I was really surprised, Mm -hmm. um, how many teachers said, Hey, you know, thanks for sharing this with me. I, you know, they're going to take advantage of it. And I've heard back from several, um, and even for this week, you know, for teacher appreciation, I had some that said, I signed up for everything. So I see this. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So I think that's helpful. You know, now that we're in a little bit more of a comfort zone, I see teachers just like myself, you know, reaching out, trying to expand more, trying to learn more. Kind of like you said, um, we have access to so much in this district. Sometimes it, it can mm-hmm. be really overwhelming. You know? Yes, it can. Hugely overwhelming. On best <laughs> and, you know, what's what's best and, and what do I need to, uh, you know, implement now and, and um you know, what's best for me and my students. So mm-hmm. that's something personally. And then I just love too just these on-demand sessions that I've had with teachers on Zoom. You know, they'll, they'll mm-hmm. text me yes. and say, hey, I, you know what? This Flipgrid thing, I want to try it, but I want to do it in Canvas. Can you show me? Can we walk through that? Heck yeah. So mm-hmm. a lot of that has been good too. Um, because now, again, it wasn't like that at the beginning, but now that things are kind of settled, I love, you know, just kind of the one-on-one um, opportunities that I've, been had, that, I, that I've had with teachers to kind of help them grow mm-hmm. and learn. 
that's one of the benefits of this time is the flexibility that we do have. Yeah, yeah, and I've, we've had so many meetings with teachers that um, for us it's hard to get all teachers in one place. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's been nice during this time to be able to meet with teachers more. And uh, like you said, they're asking for more. Um, they're collaborating more just because they have that time. Um, and so, yeah, that there's some really good stuff that we've been able to do um, despite everything that's going on. So, yeah, I, I really, I really like that as well. Right. Um, and what and, and I did, well? <laughs> Yeah, something that something that didn't go so well. Oh, well, okay. Really, this kind of goes back to those first two and a half weeks where, where I just thought, oh, dear, what, what is this? <laughs> what, mm-hmm. what, what is happening to us? Um, you know, when you're, when you're on the phone trying to help teachers with Canvas support for an hour at a time, two hours at a time, you know, um, trying to get them up and running that that's really difficult. Um, but you know, we kind of, we push through, I can't tell you Mm -hmm. how many conversations I attempted to have with parents in Spanish before we got all of our, (laughs) before we got all of our resource materials out. I mean, that was, that was interesting too. That was really hard. Did you record those? Oh, I did not. Actually, <laughs> the students, you know, they laughed at me too and they came to my rescue. But, you know, gosh, all all of that was all of that was just extremely tough because all you know, everybody mm-hmm. just wanted help. Yeah, I'm sure you were the most coveted person right at the during this time because everything just all of a sudden went digital. It, just completely. It was it was like, <laughs> oh dear. It was, yeah. It was extremely challenging, and just kind of being, um, you know, I didn't have a routine down yet. I mean, none of us did. Um, mm-hmm. Just kind of these systems in place, and so all all of that was was really tough at the very beginning. But you yeah. know, we persevered through, and so I think it's I think all is well now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're we're starting to find somewhat of a stride, uh, I think. Um, but yeah, I really that there's been so much going back to what you initially started talking about. There's been so much PD um, offerings. I thought that's it's been awesome. Things like um, NCTM, which is usually really expensive, and usually in another state have offered all of their PD free. Mm-hmm. Um, region ten, region eleven. Yeah. We've had just so many different PDs that we can join digitally from our home so makes it convenient makes it easy and i've seen some of those the recording of the apple uh learning and they're they've been really good i love the stuff you can do in keynote it's just so cool um those animations you can make in keynote is is really cool it's um and so there's just so many cool stuff you can do and and see those are, um, that's yeah those those things again because um I think just because teachers, you know, when, again, they didn't know that, you mm-hmm. know, they didn't, they didn't know. And, and again, because a lot of times they relied on students 
you know, and just those laptops. So now that those teachers are having, you know, just that iPad as a student's main device, I really think we're going to see some changes with that Um, and not seeing it just as, oh, it's just another PowerPoint, Mm -hmm. you know, or why do I have to use that? You know, I can just use, um, you know, Google Slides. So having that opportunity, I think, for our teachers to really, um, you know, work with some of the Apple professionals, I mean, that are seasoned, you know, um, Mm -hmm. teachers and and, um, digital learning specialists, I think it's been really helpful um, for them and for me, you know, because Mm -hmm. I'm still I'm still learning, too. You know, we all are. Yeah, that's 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 really cool. I didn't I never thought about that dynamic of the laptops and iPads. Like, you know, if you have a laptop and that's something you're comfortable with, you're gonna stick to the laptop and then not touch the iPad. And so that's, that's an interesting dynamic I didn't think about. Yes. It's been a struggle, but it's changing. <laughs> <laughs> the the yeah. worm is turning, as they say. And and so I really think we're gonna see um, like I said, an even greater shift uh this yeah. year. And even with the newer iPads where you can use the Logitech crayon or the Apple Pencil, I think that's so cool, too. I think that's I think that's a game changer that um, just being able to use the Apple Pencil and using it more effectively that way. It is. It is. And you know what? And I, I know um, actually one of um, your teachers, Ms. Davison, she actually mm-hmm. was doing a pilot with my class set of Apple Pencils. Uh-huh. So I know she has definitely missed that opportunity for her, you know, students to have because um, was yeah. definitely enjoying them. So it's those little things that, like I said, again, that shift was starting um, that I am looking forward to kind of continuing and working with teachers, you know, once we are able to, you know, to return to uh, face-to-face learning at some point. And so that kind of segues into the to the last question about what are some things that we've learned and done or practice tools, things like that, that we've done during this time of quarantine that might be helpful when uh, the students are back in the classrooms? Well, here's here's what I can say from an instructional media specialist point. And. I may get some pushback on it, but people may, they, they can choose to disagree. Um, for those secondary campuses who, and teachers who were not using Canvas, I think it's a must. And I, I think we see that now. Um, it's one thing when you have teachers that are on all these different, like, you know, if you have a teacher on Google Classroom, you have a teacher on Canvas. I remember when we first rolled out Canvas as a pilot, um, you know, we still had teachers using Edmodo. And, mm-hmm. and, the, and I'm like, mm-hmm. wait a minute. In one school, <laughs> we have students accessing work and resources on three different systems. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. And yeah. So you take, you know, that same dynamic and put it into crisis mode. Uh, and, and, and this is kind of, you know, some unnecessary challenges that, um, we create for ourselves. Canvas is not perfect, but it's really good. Um, and so I think 
getting everybody on the same page with training that starts this summer, that continues when we do our back to school, that continues and builds um, throughout the year, I think it's going to be critical. I think every secondary teacher needs to be prepped and ready to go with published courses. Now, how well those are used, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to vary. I mean, mm-hmm. um, a beginning Canvas user is not going to have, you know, a course that looks like an experienced Canvas user. There's always room for redesign and to improve, even for those people that Definitely. have been there from, you know, from the jump. So that's one thing I think we've learned. So I will be interested to see what district officials have to say along with, you know, campus principals on how we can make that happen. Um, I just think that's just a must. Yeah, and, I, and I've heard that communication that we're pushing Canvas for secondary and Google Classroom for uh, elementary. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and, and it makes sense because if students have to log into different platforms to get their work, it's already hard enough for, for us to get students motivated to work outside of class. And if, if there's just that extra speed bump in the way that's going to deter them from doing their classwork is just is that one more reason to get everybody all in one spot um i know that would be if i was a student that would be frustrating i had to check multiple things for my different classes and yeah so, you can't keep up uh, and <laughs> like oh wait a minute yeah, well, third yeah. period's over here okay okay you know it's mm-hmm. um i think canvas can provide so many other supports and i've seen that too um even from the, you know, my administrative side, like Miss Miss Barber, my dean, she's like, oh my gosh, why didn't we have a faculty class in Canvas all along? <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah. I kind of tried to tell y'all, but that's okay. Because sometimes, you know, that's when we get our best ideas and when we see the most growth mm-hmm. is, you know, when it's, when it's crunch time. So I think that's yeah. one of the things that we're experiencing. Yeah, and Canvas, initially, when you jump into Canvas, there's just so much that you can do with it. Sometimes it's overwhelming. And so just to kind of, once you get started and know, like, okay, these are the main things I want to focus on, mm-hmm. and then it you can get more comfortable with it and then just kind of build off of it because there's, there's just so much you can do with yes. it. Um, and so, yeah, just getting everybody on that foundation of, okay, I know I want to, you know, I know I want to give quizzes. I know I want to post uh, announcements and then slowly start to build um the other pieces and kind of build that canvas background but um definitely i think that's going to be super beneficial we can get all of secondary in in canvas and so cool yeah um i also think you know student tech support and really understanding the way these ipads work um it's something that I've tried to push, but I, I think overall we just need more district level and campus level support. Everybody thinks because kids, you know, it's it's a it's an iPad and they know how to work it and they know how to use it in high school, mm-hmm. and and that's not necessarily the case. I mean, basic troubleshooting one hundred and one. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I can't tell you how many emails I've had from kids, you know, and their parents. That are just simple things. And, and these are things, you know, like not, ha- not keeping your iOS updated. But you update that phone. 
Mm-hmm. Real fast. <laughs> you don't have a problem getting that iOS 13 update when it comes out on your phone. The same thing needs to happen for secondary, um, you know, with these devices. It's just them understanding it's not working properly because the device isn't updated. Um, mm-hmm. That's, it seems so, I mean, when I tell people that, they're like, what? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that's why it's, that's why, yeah. that's why the app crashes. <laughs> that's why it doesn't work. You know, and there's also some things, too, that I know our technology department will work on as far as um, self-service and, you know, and how it functions and, and whatnot. Because it, it wasn't as smooth as it could be. Um, but I think those things will come. I think now we've gained just some preparedness for what we can expect um, going forward. Yeah, and and sometimes it's not that's not something that you think about. Like some of it, you might think is common sense, or since they're young, they should know how to use technology. But no. um, yeah, <laughs> not no, no. There's there's so many basic things that you're like, all you have to do is you know update or restart or whatever. And so yeah, that's definitely important. Super important. I think, too, also from just the technology side, um, you know, some of the resources that we now have centralized, um, we're going to build upon those. Um, They're helpful. I mean, not only just to to students, but to faculty and staff and parents as well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, those things we kind of really should have had all along. So now that we have them. Um, we're just going to improve them and make them better because it it's um, it's just a valuable space to have that information readily available for everyone. So again, crisis mode kind of teaches you, oh, we need this and this, mm-hmm. and this we need this, and and definitely lots of training. Um, uh-huh. I've, kind of, I've had to rethink kind of the way. Um, I'm going to do training. I think all IMSs have um, be more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Forthcoming with Mr. Jones and say, look, you know, I need 10 minutes at this faculty meeting. Just 10, you know, mm-hmm. whereas before I just kind of just relied on him and was passive and kind of did my own thing and offered it in the library, come and go when you want, but there's, you know, sometimes, um, you know, it's just going to require me, um, standing up and just delivering something. Mm-hmm. Um, teachers don't know what they don't know a lot of times. Yeah. And then I see it after the fact and it was like, Oh goodness. You know, so I, <laughs> the way we train, I think it's going to change. Um, how we organize our resources, I think, will change for the better. Um, everybody's yeah, and I know <laughs> everybody's taking notes on what the, what they're going to improve on. So yes, yeah, um, I, I yeah, even it'll all be better in the long run. It will. It will. I know. Even our department, small things like it. It's so hard for us to get all the teachers in one place. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the school year, because they're all over different campuses, twelve different campuses, is, and so um, getting all getting them all in one place has been difficult. So we're probably going to do more Zoom meetings and and have that think, uh, I think ability. Awesome. Yes, 
Yeah, even, and, and have the ability to collaborate. Even before Zoom, I often, you know, I told, I talked to um, Tara Cahill, you know, my boss. I'm like, why, why are people still meeting face-to-face so much? <laughs> <laughs> because, because with Canvas, you know, Canvas has conferences that, you know, function mm-hmm. just like, you know, Zoom. And uh, the teachers can use, you know, and I do know some teachers that did use it, you know, for various things, for tutoring and, you know, for kind of AP conferences and things like that. But, um, yeah, it just amazes me, like, all these resources that we have. So now I think you're right. I'm hoping whether we're Zooming or conference conferences, I think sometimes mm-hmm. we just need to work smarter. Yeah, I think the time period has kind of maybe shown us like, oh, we yeah, we really don't all need to get in the car and go somewhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not not always. Definitely. Yeah, and, and there's always good that comes out of uh, bad and in a situation like this. So um, hopefully we're all learning and, and adapting and preparing for next year. And uh, we know there's other stuff that's going to be going on next year as well. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. Um, I'm excited to to get back, for us all to get back and use some of these tools and resources that we've kind of learned and 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 been using. Absolutely. All right, Michelle. Thank you so much um, for being with us today. I've I've learned a lot, and I know we had some good uh, good conversations here today. Um, thank you all for listening to our um, educating in this new normal. Uh, I'm Marty Cardenas, and um, again, I want to thank you for being with us. And just to remind you of our vision here in TNL is to grow every student every day. Uh, So let's do it, GP. Thank you, Michelle, for being with us. Thank you, Marty. I appreciate it. Have a great day.